Hey, it's Delilah. Thank you for stopping by. I have put together some of my favorite radio moments here to share with you on our daily podcast. Hey, it's Delilah. It's the most wonderful time of the year. We're going to be sharing some of your meaningful, funny, and timeless holiday stories and traditions right here all season long. Thanks for joining me today. I received this amazing story um, from a man named Michael, and the story is called The Missing Husband. I wasn't convinced that it was true at first, but after becoming friends with Michael, I know that this is a true story, and I think it will touch your heart. Michael writes, Dear Delilah, many people have asked me if I play Santa because of my white hair and my long beard. In early November in 1967, in Plain Street Clothes, I was in a department store, window shopping for possible Christmas gifts. Out of the corner of my eye, I noticed a young woman watching me. At first, I thought nothing of it. Many people stare at my white hair and my beard. Finally, the lady came up to me and addressed me as Santa. Softly, she confided, Santa, I need to talk to you for a moment. It's real important. She reached into her purse and retrieved three aged letters explaining, I know it sounds silly for a grown woman to still believe in Santa Claus, and I'm not sure how I really believe, but I need your help. These are letters I wrote to you for the last three years, but I had no idea how to get them to you. You see, my husband, a journalist, was on his way to cover the Vietnam War back in the summer of 1963 when his plane disappeared a few hours after takeoff. They assumed that the plane and everyone on board went down in the Pacific somewhere. We had only been married six months when he took that trip. And my heart knows that he's still alive somewhere. I've kept all the birthday, anniversary, and Christmas presents waiting to give them to him in person, but no one can find him. She sobbed as she continued, I don't know what you can do, but I had to ask for your help. Whoever you are, will you please help me? I got her name and address, the name of her husband, and a copy of one of his pictures. I told her that I would not forget her or her husband and that I would do all that I could. I was surprised that she, after four years, had not remarried as many other war wives had done. With rivers of tears plummeting down her cheeks, she declared with unending commitment, eternity is not over yet. I knew from the start that I would love him throughout all eternity, and I promised him so. For some, love like that comes but once. Then she simply walked away. I carried that young man's tattered picture with me everywhere I went. I checked with countless authorities, but I couldn't find out any more information. I was determined not to give up, no matter how long it took. By December 18th of the same year, I was in Manila in the Philippines for a series of speaking and singing engagements. After a charity concert, a medical friend of mine invited me to his home on the eastern coast. He wanted his patients to be able to see Santa Claus. While there, he told me of a young man who had been washed up onto the shore years ago, and he had had amnesia ever since. They had no idea who he was. It took only one look at him for me to realize he was the missing husband. When I called him by his name, his face lit up and his amnesia disappeared. 
He quickly explained how his plane had developed engine trouble over the Philippine Sea and he went down into the ocean. Somehow he got out of the plane and drifted for a few days, floating on the seat cushion. Spared the dangers of the predatory sea creatures, he washed up onto the shore and was attended by the hospital from that point on. Even with his amnesia now gone, it all seemed like a bad dream. When I told him my story, he cried bitterly. He wanted to get word to his wife as soon as possible, but I suggested a different plan. I made all the necessary arrangements and then had him join me on my trip back home. On Christmas Eve, I knocked at the wife's front door. And when she answered, she was surprised to see me again, this time in my full red suit. Then I reached just past the door and pulled her missing husband into the light. The young wife cut loose with a scream of joy. And they both kissed and kissed and kissed as they both cried, falling down on their knees from the intense emotions. They had three children. The first was named Christopher, after Kris Kringle, and they now have seven grandchildren. As for me, they call me Grandpa Santa, even though they know my real name. Hi, it's Delilah. Up Faith and Family is the leading streaming service for uplifting entertainment. It's the only place to stream all seasons of the award-winning series Heartland with exclusive content you won't see anywhere else. Binge all of the past seasons and don't miss the season 17 premiere on April 25th and stream a new episode weekly. Dive into the warmth of Heartland and let Up Faith and Family be your go-to service for all things uplifting. Start your free trial today. Go to upfaithandfamily.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, Michael. Hello. What are you thinking about as we celebrate the holidays together? Oh, actually, uh, that I miss my kids. They're both uh, grown up now. And will they be home for Christmas? Uh, no, my son's in the Marine Corps, and I'm not exactly sure where he is. Ooh, so there's a lot of thoughts and prayers going out to him. What's his name? His name's Jeremy. And what's the story you want to share with me tonight? Well, I just, uh, in listening to all these stories, um, I remember Christmas Eve 1968, the Apollo 8 broadcast. I was supposed to be getting, I was 14 years old, I was supposed to be getting ready to, uh, to go to midnight mass. I caught the broadcast out of the corner of my eye, and it just seemed to draw everybody over to the TV set. It was uh, pictures of the moon from 60 miles away, and a uh, picture, uh, picture of the Earth hanging there, that nice blue and white ball in a totally black sky. You may remember that uh, Bill Anders, Jim Lovell, and uh, Frank Borman read from Genesis that night. It was a pretty powerful sight, really, to have them reading from Genesis and seeing the magnificent desolation of the moon and contrasting that with our bright little blue planet out there in the middle of nowhere. So you had your own midnight mass of sorts. Yes, I think you could say that. Wasn't in a chapel, wasn't with a lot of frankincense and myrrh and incense, but it sounds like it touched your heart and God spoke to you nonetheless. I think, uh, I think God spoke to everybody that night. It was, I'm still awestruck by it. The pictures from that night, there are no boundaries from 225,000 miles away. When you're looking at the Earth, it's just one Earth, and we've kind of got to all learn to get along together, I think. Yeah, from, from that far away, you don't see those imaginary lines we've drawn that says, you belong there and I belong here, and if you don't like it, I'll shoot you. Uh, no, they, they, they don't exist. You can uh, look at the Earth and see that it's dinner time in one place and, and lunchtime in another place without moving your head at all. I so hope you have enjoyed these radio moments as much as I enjoy bringing them to you. I'll share more with you each weekday on Hey, It's Delilah. Delilah. Hi, it's Delilah. Up Faith and Family is the leading streaming service for uplifting entertainment. It's the only place to stream all seasons of the award-winning series Heartland with exclusive content you won't see anywhere else. Binge all of the past seasons and don't miss the season 17 premiere on April 25th and stream a new episode weekly. Dive into the warmth of Heartland and let Up Faith and Family be your go-to service for all things uplifting. Start your free trial today. Go to upfaithandfamily.com. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels 
A Story of California Corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.